What's up, everybody? I'm Juan Antonio, and thank you very much for listening to 5 Minutes of Faith. Well, everybody, it has been a crazy, crazy busy uh, time at work. I know I said that last week, and it's standing true this week. I've had so many things to do, um, and I'm so grateful for it. Uh, but man, I'm telling you, my uh, my eyes are getting tired at, at the end of the day, and um, that by the end of the week, this week I actually thought about just going to work at my local coffee shop. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say what the name of the local coffee shop is, but it rhymes with Schmarbucks. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I actually thought about going there just to give myself a change of uh, scenery here. Um, yeah, I felt like I was getting cabin fever from just sitting at my desk and working all day. Um, but once again, I am extremely grateful for my job. I'm extremely grateful for everything that I have. And just to give you a quick update on my wife, Nicole, uh, her side effects have gone down drastically. She's doing a lot better. Um, you know, the one after you finish treatment, uh, for cancer, that stuff lingers for a while, but thank the Lord that those side effects have actually gone down drastically and she is doing a whole heck of a lot better so praise the lord so with all that i wanted to jump into the word here and i wanted to talk about jesus walking on the water and there are two different accounts in the bible that talk about this and i'm going to jump right in because uh, there's a lot of context and uh, scripture that goes behind this. So let me start off by reading Matthew chapter 14, verses 22 through 34. It says, Immediately Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him to the other side while he dismissed the crowd. After he had dismissed it, he went up on a mountainside by himself to pray. Later that night, he was there alone. And the boat was already a considerable distance from the land, buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it. Shortly after dawn, Jesus went out to them, walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, take courage, don't be afraid. Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, Tell me to come to you on the water. Come, he said. Then Peter got down on, off the boat, walked on the water, and came toward Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid and started sinking. And he cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached, reached out his hand and caught him. You of little faith, he said. Why did you doubt? And when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. Then those who were in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. So that's one account in the book of Matthew. Now I'm going to read the second account of this event in Mark chapter 6, verses 45 through 53. It says, Immediately Jesus made his disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him to Bethsaida while he dismissed the crowd. After leaving them, he went up on the mountainside to pray. Later the night, the boat was in the middle of the lake and he was alone on land. He saw the disciples straining at the oars because the wind was against them. Shortly before dawn, he went out to them walking on the lake. He was about to pass by them, but when they saw him on the lake, they thought he was a ghost. Then they cried out because they all saw him and were terrified. Immediately, he spoke to them and said, 
take courage. It is I. Don't be afraid. Then he climbed into the boat with them and the wind died down. It talks about Peter jumping out of the boat, walking on water and having, you know, that, that, that extra faith to actually do that and listen to Jesus. And one thing that I heard one time a preacher say about this scenario with Peter and it really hit home for me is that as he was walking towards Jesus, what if Peter, instead of focusing on the wind picking up, what if Peter instead looked back and looked at how far he had already gone? I think he would have found the courage to keep on walking towards Jesus. Um, Also, the other thing that I wanted to point out that's actually uh, the same is that while the storm was going, as soon as Jesus got into the boat, the storm died. The storm just completely dissipated and they knelt down and they worshiped God because of that, right? So here's what I want to say is that what storm are you going through where you're trying to go at it alone? What storm are you going through where you are not inviting God into it? Let me encourage you today. Invite Jesus into that storm. And by me saying that, it does not mean that it is automatically going to get better. Trust me, I've been through my share of storms in life and some things will go away immediately and other things will take a long time uh, to come to fruition or for healing. But I'll tell you what, the moment I invited Jesus into my storms is the moment that I was able to find that peace of mind. See, the worst part about the storms I personally think that we go through in our lives is the mental part of it, the mental obstacles that we place on our own. But when we invite Jesus into our storms and we realize that he is in control of that and we set our firm foundation on him and just to use a uh, pun for a boat here, if we are anchored in him, you see, peace comes a lot easier. And regardless of what we're going through, we'll at least be able to find that peace in him, knowing that he is under control, knowing that he knows exactly what situation we're going through and he knows exactly what we're going to need. And sometimes faith doesn't look like a major thing, like, you know, jumping out the boat and walking on water. Sometimes the important thing is to take that small step of faith. If you want to start a nonprofit, start volunteering, start learning more about what's going on and start learning more about things of nonprofits. If you want to become more fit, you're not going to be fit overnight. Start changing your diet a little bit. Start going on 15 minute walks every day so you can build the endurance and the stamina to get to where you want to get. I'll finish off with these two stories about, um, me taking a big leap of faith and me taking a small leap of faith. So eight years ago, I was working at a startup um, staffing firm in the Bay Area, California, 
and I was the um, manager for the account development team. Everything was going well. I, you know, kind of had my own routine going. I enjoyed my coworkers. And um, back in 2014, my wife, who was my girlfriend at the time, and I got engaged. The only thing is that we had been doing long distance relationship for seven years. So I figured I need to leave, uh, live in the same state as my fiance. So I need to start looking for a job in Arizona. I knew that I wanted to work in sales and that I knew that I wanted to work at a tech company. So I started applying at different places and finally I had a company reach out to me and I flew out to Phoenix, interviewed with them. Everything was great. I was thinking, man, I am in here. And they came back with a salary of 30000 <laughs> I was actually able to um, negotiate my salary to $35,000 a year, plus commission, obviously. Um, but coming from a position in the Bay Area and from a place where I was living with my cousin and I had a smoking deal with rent... Man, that took a whole lot of faith for me to do. And not just that, is I had really bad spending habits back then. I mean, I'm still a little impulsive, but compared to how I was then, oh boy. <laughs> Anyways, um, I had to take that step of faith. And once I did, God blessed it. Yes, I had to live paycheck to paycheck for a little bit. But within nine months, I was promoted to account management and fast forward to eight years later, I'm actually working for a competitor of that company and I'm a director now uh, for this company. So God bless that. God saw my the intention behind it. He saw that I wasn't doing it for any selfish motive other than the reason that I wanted to live in the same state with my wife or my fiance at the time. And he blessed that fully. Also, this is the, the small step of faith I recently took. So uh, I think it was last week or a couple of weeks ago, I was telling you guys about God mending relationships with my family. Um, those relationships were with my uncle and my mom. They've had tension and they've had tension for years and years and years. And it's always on and off. But this time it was just going on for a while. Me and my cousin Sam were praying over it. And then finally, I just felt a still small voice just say, go visit your uncle. And my biggest fear, y'all, I'm kind of embarrassed to share this, but my biggest fear was my mom finding out that I was going to visit my uncle because, you know, she uh, has a you versus me sort of attitude. And man, she would have completely Jedi mind tricked, guilt tripped me. And that's the worst feeling in the world. I know. I know it's that, that that's not healthy. Uh, but I'm working my way through that. I'm going to therapy, so I'm working my way through all that, guys. So please don't judge me. <laughs> but anyways, um, I go. I finally I go visit my uncle. Have a great time spending with family, learning about uh, you know the ancestry of the family. Had some great food, uh, a lot of good laughs, uh, and then Sunday morning breakfast happens. My mom calls. My heart drops. I'm not even hungry anymore. Uh, I don't pick up during breakfast. I finally finish breakfast quickly. I run out and I call my mom and I'm like, oh, Lord, please don't let her ask me where I'm at. So she didn't ask me where I was at. She was just, you know, calling to say hi. 
Um, but eventually, a couple of days later, I told her, I said, hey, mom, I went to visit my uncle and blah, 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 blah. And she wasn't upset. She was just, oh, how is he? And blah, 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 blah. Anyways, um, fast forward to a few months uh, after that, uh, my mom was really, really ill. And I was in a position where I couldn't do anything. I was visiting. I was spending time with her. So I literally felt the Holy Spirit said, you can't do anything, but I can. And I have you exactly where I want you. So I knelt down on my knees and I prayed over my mom and she wasn't healed at that time. Right. She, we, we left and she was still in a little bit of pain, but I left in peace. One thing that I will say is that God moves the next day. My dad calls and says, hey, your mom wanted me to call you and apologize for the way she was acting because she was in pain and she was angry, blah, 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 blah. And here's one thing about my mother. I love her to death. I really do. I'm a mama's boy. But she has, you know, struggled with pride in the past. But God moved. Secondly, this is the best one. She texts Nicole, my wife. She texts my wife and said, hey, I was in pain yesterday. I'm sorry for the way I was behaving. And I was just like, oh, man, praise Jesus. A couple of weeks later, my uncle calls me out the blue and says, hey, I'm in San Jose. What's your mom's address? I'm going to just stop by and visit her. And I was like, wait, what? And of course, I'm a big crybaby, so I'm in tears, right? Um, They end up having a great time together, catching up. And now my uncle is actually scheduled to fly and visit my mom at the end of August. (laughs) So that is God moving. And I'm not saying that it happened because of me. But I did listen to what the spirit was telling me. And I took that small step of faith and I just went and visited my uncle. And I say it's a small step of faith. Like, yeah, because all I had to do was buy a flight. Um, And... I had such a great time that I didn't even even feel like I was taking like this step of faith at the time. But that's the thing. Be faithful with the small things and God will give you the bigger things because he knows he can trust you with the bigger things. And there will be times where you pray for something and it happens right away. And that's awesome. But there are going to be times where you're going to have to lean into your faith, lean on God and invite him into that boat to take care of your storms it's not going to go away right away sometimes but the mental storms that we put ourselves through will change you will realize that you are fighting from victory and not fighting an uphill battle for victory let us pray heavenly father we thank you lord for your word we thank you lord for who you are thank you that you are for us We thank you that you never leave us nor forsake us. Lord, I pray for every single listener right now. I pray that you move in them. I pray that they get out of your way. That whatever they have not given to you, that they give to you. So that you can change that into good. So that you can do a good work in them. And so that they can turn around and be a light into this world. We thank you for your purpose and your calling in our lives, Lord. We thank you for who you are. And Lord, we ask that you bless us this week. That we ask that you uh, move in us. 
Holy Spirit, allow our minds to slow down so that we can hear your small, still voice clearly. We ask all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, y'all. That's all I have for you for this week. Um, If you would like for me to pray alongside you for anything, please feel free to text me at 888-394-0184. Again, that's 888-394-0184. Also, if you like this podcast, please subscribe and rate it. And lastly, I just want to send a shout out to some listeners that I have. Uh, Well, obviously, my listeners in the U.S. I mean, I have a pretty good U.S. base of listeners, but I now have listeners in Paris and in Germany. So what's up, y'all? Thank you very much for listening. Uh, Appreciate every single one of you. Take care. God bless. Love you all. Peace.